0: Wood, concrete, and glass. Back at it. West Coast, uh, west coast of Canada, lower mainland. I mean, sun's shining, birds are chirping. I feel for my uh, my friends and family across the rest of the country. However, (laughs) they're still in it uh, up to their to their waists in snow. So we consider ourselves pretty lucky out here on the west coast. um we were uh i was talking last week i dropped one on friday that was sort of my my hopefully getting back at it podcast so i hope to hope to keep this rolling now for the rest of twenty nineteen just drop drop one a day or um well, every day i'm working so um I don't really know uh the the best place to to get back going with the with the construction um, process, one of the things that we've been sort of struggling with here as a municipality is the uh, the sort of shortage in, in housing options that we that we have and so the obvious answer from the market is all these people who have existing single family dwellings um, you know they want to have an income help, so they try to bomb in a a secondary accommodation into their into their house, but it does provide like a lot of different challenges that sometimes the the people applying or the homeowner just aren't um, aren't able to understand. Um, I think what they get blinded by is the the idea that oh yeah I don't know this space looks great to live in, but. There's, there would be all sorts of um all sorts of liability issues if you don't have an adequate um suite so say you rent out a, a secondary suite you're going to want to make sure that you're protecting those um the people renting as best you can and and vice versa like if you are renting a out a suite you want to make sure that whatever they do down there won't absolutely ruin your house you know like something catches on fire and you know you want to make sure that your life safety is such that uh, you don't have have any issues with um, with uh, um, you know dying in a, in a fire based on the fact that you wanted to make a couple extra bucks a month um, renting out a portion of your house so the code does speak specifically in most municipalities to areas where they can put in a secondary accommodation, but there's also like a load of different things that can trip you up before you get there. So you'd always want to do a title search. Again, where do we always start with these with with a new development? Title search. Check if there's any um, check if there's any covenants or um, or contracts on title that preclude you from having a suite that's always your first step because that would be a an independent application process before you even get rolling check into that If that if you get a green light there i would go down and and check with the city if there's certain parking requirements um parking you know uh, widths and sizes and depths that you're required because that can sometimes be a non-issue or a non-starter you don't have a place to, to house the parking stall um, for an app for, for an application. It's it's sort of like don't even bother. Based on you know your local municipality's bylaws and guidelines, of course. But uh, it's it's an interesting um, it's an interesting one because people tr- think that it's quite trivial, but it's actually one of the more complicated. Um, renovations that we see are one of the most complicated applications we see because there's so many life issue um, life protection issues involved and you have to make sure that you can get adequate fire separation um, and your municipality and the building code will be very prescriptive for how um, they want to see that achieved there might be conversations with the inspectors um, early on in the process. It might just be after the fact, after a, a heavy list of specifications are, are issued to you. But um, all in all, it's really important that those uh, steps are done because um, you don't want to get caught with, uh, you know, a, an occupant in your in your home who then, you know, due to no fault of your own, perhaps, you know, an accident happens and the house catches on fire. They don't. They don't they don't get adequately notified and somebody dies because you don't have your suite in place. I can only see that leading down the line of lawsuits and and so forth. So, um, if things aren't done properly or signed off by the city, I don't know what sort of legal grounds you'd have, um, at your disposal to, to try to get out of that situation. So that's why it's vital, (laughs) vital that, uh, these things get addressed before uh, before you get t- too far down the line, um, and you know they'll oftentimes be bylaw inspectors cruising around neighborhoods and trying to identify places that have renters and checking against the database that they have as to where the the approved rental suites are. So um, some municipalities and, and areas take more interest in this than others, but oftentimes it's in those areas that have major housing crisis (laughs) crises (laughs) which uh, the lower mainland sort of sort of does Um, I mean we do have the ability to expand out uh, in one direction but if um, people work in, in some of these smaller municipalities it's it's hard to get a foothold in the market because housing prices are actually quite high uh, and the rental inventory is quite low because um, these bedroom communities weren't really designed for um, rental; they were more designed for people who could afford to live out in the out in the suburbs, um, build house, you know, single family dwelling, and then commute into uh, whatever job that they have. So they weren't really designed for density and and work live work, which. Um, is now sort of becoming a reality. Well now it's actually probably people who are living in the suburb, living in a basement suite, and actually commuting in as well. So it's, it's a different type of bedroom community. But uh, yeah, so that's that would be it for, for secondary suites. You know, it's not really your, your big, um, your glamorous type of renovation, you know? Like oftentimes I like thinking of, oh yeah, renovation, put a wing, on your house or um add this beautiful you know deck or a beautiful place to, to work um you know like a an office or or sort of a sunroom type thing but, you know usable spaces where you can create or do your work and feel feel a sense of a uh, beauty around you i mean that's sometimes the the struggle right is you're working from home, and a lot of people work from home, and you're just working at your kitchen table, you don't feel this, you don't get the sense of, of what you're doing, maybe it's being as important as if you have a designated space for what you're doing, that's sort of a tangent though, that's, that's, maybe maybe next episode I'll get into that, but, um, you know, having designated spaces in where you live can put you into the state you need to get into, um, whether it be a space for yoga so you know that when you sit in this area on this mat time to shut the brain off time to time to get into practice you know get the breathing going you can tell i'm still doing my my yoga here and there so that's been a fun one to learn Um, but actually speaking of which i'm I'm sort of taking up a new sport this year i'm going to be playing some golf (laughs) So maybe I'm going to start, um, maybe these conversations will shift more to like, just sort of what's going on, because I'll talk about, obviously, work, and uh, hey, and um, the other, but maybe just all aspects of life, hey? you don't need to just focus on the building permit process, I mean, that's what I do for work, but uh, maybe I'll slowly transition it out into just all all things that I'm sort of taking a bit of an interest in and uh I'll just go from there. But uh we've got a like I said, beautiful day here. We're sort of getting getting that feeling that uh spring is around the corner, <laughs> even though it's still January. We uh we get that we get the luxury of having that. I just hope it doesn't translate into a super dry summer. Where half of our province burns to the ground, but <laughs> what can you do um, yeah that 's it for uh, that's it for today. I sort of painted myself into a corner with uh, with the sweet topic because it 's sort of a brief one, but uh, important when it comes to um, looking at uh, at a development and uh, and and thinking, okay again, best use of this piece of property. You know, run it through your through that through those five steps that we talk about previously in this podcast. You know, is it move in ready? Like and that's something that you can consider, right? When you're looking at a house. Do you need an income helper to make it all work? Right? If if there is one there already, boom, turn key, you might be able to pay or you, you know, you could pay extra for something like that. Therefore, if you also look at a place that doesn't have a suite. And you think that could add you think one could be added well hey, there you go there's the open opportunity right so either you buy a place that has a suite, you buy a place that could have a suite, or you build a house, you build a house that has um, the zoning that meets the requirements to build a suite right like so there there is where it fits into the into the framework. Um, of best use or use that that you see um, fit Um, and that sort of i guess that's a requirement for you like if you're looking around and you you need an income helper in order to qualify for a mortgage um, i'm pretty certain that uh, banks look favorably on on houses that already have legalized accommodation secondary accommodation because then they know that okay this is what this person owes, but they're going to have somebody in there paying, you know, um, an extra thousand to fifteen hundred a month. Believe it or not, <laughs> for these, for these some of these suites that we see here in the Lower Mainland, which is mind blowing f- for some, but uh, it's the realities of where we live. Anyways, that's it for uh, that's it for today. We got January twenty. 20- 28th say. Look at that, eh? Time flies and you're having fun. Have a good day.